0: You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. We come alive as we
1: any of you who does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple those are incredible words on one occasion one of the gospels says then a teacher of the law came to jesus and he said to jesus teacher i'll follow you wherever you go you know what jesus said to him foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests but the son of god has no place to lay his head you better think about what you're saying because i don't even own a home my roots aren't in this world
0: Pastor Danny discusses what it takes to truly be a follower of the Lord. The Bible is God's Word and speaks His truth so that we might be able to honor and obey Him during our life on earth. You can't pick and choose which areas of His Word you'd like to obey and which areas you'd like to ignore. Pastor Danny demonstrates that in order to follow the Savior, you must do as He calls you to, even if it means giving up your riches, moving across the globe, or much suffering on your part, because God has a purpose for you. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 with today's edition of The Living Word.
1: By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place, he would later receive as his inheritance obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. In contrast to the tent life, tent life is temporary. The city with foundations whose architect and builder is God is forever. By faith, Abraham, even though he was past age, and Sarah herself was barren, was unable to become a father because he considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so from this one man... And he as good as dead, now that's a nice thing to say about a fellow, huh? because of his age. He as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. And now the next few verses, the writer takes us to all the people of faith. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. And they admitted that they were aliens and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they're looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham When God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice, he who had received the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, it's through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could raise the dead and figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. I want to point out three characteristics of Abraham's faith, and it's in the text. And um, The first is Abraham that had the kind of genuine faith, and it's faith to leave. Whenever you follow the call of God in life, there's always something to leave behind. I don't know if you're aware, but Abraham left behind a life of idolatry. He was an idolater. His dad was an idolater. Joshua chapter 24, verse 2. Joshua said to all the people, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, long ago your forefathers, including Terah, the father of Abraham, lived beyond the river and worship other gods. He was a pagan, his family, idolatrous. Genesis 15, 7, God said to Abraham, I'm the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to take possession of it. We know Ur of the Chaldeans because of archaeological finds and history writings. It was located on the Euphrates River in what is today southern Iraq. It was an ancient city even in Abraham's time and uh, it had a lot of things going for it. Elaborate system of writing, sophisticated math uh, going on there, educational facilities, extensive business and religious records they've discovered. The city was dominated by a massive three-stage ziggurat, not a cigarette, a ziggurat. What's a ziggurat? This big thing built by Ernamu, one of the leaders of the ancient Chaldeans. It was built by him during the beginning of the second millennium. Each stage of this ziggurat was colored distinctively with the top level bearing the silver one-room shrine of Namu, the moon god. The royal cemetery, they discovered evidence of human sacrifice, so... They were pagan. That's the point. As advanced as Ur of the Chaldeans was, uh, it was pagan. But, I mean, if you're a pagan, it's, it's a great place to live. I mean, it's got a lot of things going for it. And Abraham left Ur of the Chaldeans. He left when he was 75 years old. That's when he followed the call of God. And by that time, you're pretty comfortable in Ur. And so you leave the comforts of Ur. Uh, you're going to leave lifelong relationships. God said to him, leave your country, leave your family. So blood can would be left behind and he would have to say goodbye and follow the call of God. He left the certainty of 75 years of life. I and mean, think about it, come on. 75 years of life, your IRA ought to be doing pretty well by that point. When you're thinking about retirement, uh, things are established in your life, your occupation. It would be pretty established in life. And here's the point. Anybody who follows the call of God in life, there's something to leave behind, always. Something, someone, and usually a combination of the two. I just want to give you a, a few scriptures on that point. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 18. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers. Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake for they were fishermen. This is their livelihood. This is their business. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I'll make you fishers of men. And notice this next statement. Fascinating. At once, they left their nets and followed him. They didn't give two-week notice. They just got up, gone, following Jesus. Just left the business behind. Matthew chapter 9. Verse 9, as Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew, Levi is also named, Matthew Levi, sitting at the tax collector's booth. Now, Levi tells us that as a Jewish person with the name Levi you got to call to be involved somehow in the priesthood. But he walked away from that. He ignored that. And he became a traitor to his own people. And he became a tax collector for the Roman government. And here he is, sitting by his tax collector's booth. Jesus comes by and says to Matthew, follow me. And Matthew got up and followed him. Always a cost. I don't know if you're aware, too, but Old Testament and New Testament... With several different verses, and I'm not going to go through all of them, obviously, but God reminds us and he wants us to know the cost in following his call in our lives. He, he, he doesn't try to trick us. He doesn't say, well, I'll get them to sign on the dotted line and then we're going to surprise them with all they've got to sacrifice in following the call of God. No, he wants us to know. He wants us to think about it. I'll give you one of my favorite passages, Luke chapter 14. Favorite and yet doesn't give me warm fuzzies a lot of times because listen to what Jesus says. Verse 25, Luke 14, uh, large crowds were traveling with Jesus, and turning to them, he said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, his wife and children, his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. And anyone who does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple and he adds to those amazing statements verse 28 suppose one of you wants to build a tower will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it for if he lays the foundation and is not able to finish it everyone who sees it will ridicule him saying this fellow began to build and he was not able to finish or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king Will he not first sit down and consider whether he's able with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? If he's not able, he'll send a delegation while the other is still a long way off and will ask for terms of peace in the same way. Any of you who does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple. Those are incredible words. On one occasion, One of the gospels says, then a teacher of the law came to Jesus and he said to Jesus, teacher, I'll follow you wherever you go. You know what Jesus said to him? Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of God has no place to lay his head. You better think about what you're saying because I don't even own a home. My roots aren't in this world. Another disciple said to him, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Now, Greek scholars tell us what he's saying is, When dad dies, then I'll follow you. But first let me go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead.
0: contains a unique passage that's often referred to as the Hall of Faith. This section gives you a synopsis of people who followed their Creator without knowing the end result or with having each step laid out for them. These icons of trust were definitely not without flaw. Their journeys weren't free from trials and tribulations either, but they came back to their faithful Heavenly Father time and time again, trusting that He would fulfill His promises. God used these ordinary men and women to accomplish great things in their time and to set in motion kingdom work that would continue to change lives for countless generations to come. We're so glad that you joined us today to study the book of Hebrews with Pastor Danny Hodges here on The Living Word. If you missed any part of today's teaching or would like to explore more of Pastor Danny's teachings through the books of the Bible, visit ccfstpete.church and click on Sermons. You'll be directed to our YouTube page and we'd love for you to subscribe. When you do, you'll be notified by email every time we post a new message. If you have any questions for us about what you heard today or if you'd like us to pray for you, please email us. Our address is info at ccfstpete.church. Again, that's info at ccfst p-e-t-e dot church we count it as a privilege to lift our valued listeners up to the Lord in prayer that's all we have time for today in our study of Hebrews join Pastor Danny next time to continue digging deeper into scripture right here on the living word the power